Gimel Nisan, Tafshin Ayin Tet, coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Emeo Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. From Tzama, volume number three, well, opens up our uh, weekly edition of the Israel Show. Welcome in, welcome one and all to this week's Israel, The Israel Show. We are here each and every Monday immediately following JM in the AM, 9 AM Eastern, 4 PM Israel time and around the world. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, that's the time that we are on. Mark it down. So you'll know when to listen. But if you miss it, there's archives. You can listen whenever you want. On demand, they call it. On demand. You just demand it and you can have it. And you know where you look for it? NachumSiegel.com and the archives. That's one place. The other place is on the Siegel Network app. 
that's an app that you have any sort of smartphone device, you need to have that app in it. It's just, it's your it's your doorway or highway or superhighway to the Jewish world. Look for it, NSN app, Nachum Siegel Network, NSN app. It's on uh, Apple and on Android in their stores, and it's free, and it's free, and the archives are there, you can listen whenever you want to our show or any of the other great, great programming on the Nachum Siegel Network, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. We're going to be posting a lot of stuff this week, so you may want to get on it, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Friend us, and um, we, um, you can join. We post every week links to the YouTube videos of songs that we played, so you can listen to them whenever you want, and links to interesting articles that we've discussed or, or interviews that we spoke about and we couldn't bring you in, in full. So we suggest that you look for that at facebook.com slash The Israel Show. We're going to talk about, that's it, the elections. The polls and open up in less than 12 hours in Israel. And uh, every election in Israel is important because the leadership of the country, the leadership in in some way of the Jewish people and the future of Eretz Israel is always on the line. Sometimes an election can bring about something like Oslo, which ended up being a pretty bad thing, (laughs) say the least. Sometimes an election can bring about leaving Gaza and setting up a situation that we uh, can't seem to fix years and years and years later. So the people in Israel, the citizens of Israel who have the right to vote, and I would say the obligation to vote, um, they hold in their hands a very important uh, very important voice, a very important power that uh, we hope they use, and we hope they use wisely and besiata deshmaya. We hope that uh, we choose correctly. So in honor of the ending <laughs> of this, what seemed to be an insanely endless uh, campaign, especially those who are tuned into Israel and know what's going on there, we're going to play Idan um, Amedi's Nigmar. It's obviously out of context, but just the concept of Nigmar, that's it, it's over. Now we can sort of like breathe a little bit until the coalition negotiations start. Um, here's Idan Amedi with Nigmar. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. אני יושב עכשיו קרוב אל השמיים מנסה למצוא תשובות לשאלה על הדרך גם חולץ את הנעליים חיילים עכשיו עוזבים את המרכבה כן אני יושב שם חושב קצת עלייך להכיב מעט ללב את המשפט הבא את בטח מכירה יום יומיים אני בא בחזרה נגמר 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 ובדרך כשיצאנו אל הבית אז עצלנו בפלאפל בפינה ואנשים שם הסתכלו מחו כפיים, הגיבורים שלנו אמרו באהבה. ואני עומד שם, מסתתר, קצת גדול עליי להיות זה ששומר. ובין ביס לביס עולב עם מחשבה, לעזאזל כמה גיבורים יש במדינה. Nigma, 
It's such a beautiful number, Nigmar. That's uh, dedicated to the elections in Israel. Uh, family, the Bamel family, lived in uh, Borough Park. Zachariah Bamel, who's more or less my age, or I should say exactly my age, went to um, the same elementary school that I did and um, at the age of 10 his family made Aliyah if I have it correctly it was uh, but a few years after the Six Day War and many American families did that not enough. As I like to say, my family made attempted Aliyah. In, uh, I think it was when I was 11. And Zachary Baumel grew up in Israel from the age of 10. Went to the uh, Hesder program, was in the Yeshiva Haaretzion at the Gush. And was uh, called up during the first Lebanon war in June of 1982. He was a member of a tank battalion. Each tank has four people in it. They were sent by the army erroneously into an area, a big valley where they were met by an ambush of the Syrian army. Now, don't, don't forget this was a fight, a battle that Israel was conducting in Lebanon against the Palestinian Arabs who had set themselves up there and were constantly firing into northern Israel. Imagine what we know now goes on in Gaza, where they keep firing rockets into um into Otefaz and to the area in the south around Gaza, on the perimeter of Gaza, 
So in those days, this would take place on the northern border, Kiryat Shmona. Kids were living in air raid shelters and so forth. They had Russian-made what were called Katyusha rockets. Couldn't aim them very well, but they fired many at a time and caused damage and havoc and scare. And, and it was an impossible situation. Menachem Begin was the Prime Minister, Ariel Sharon was the Defense Minister. It was a war that ended up in a mess. But that's for that's for another five shows. The ambush took place at, at Sultan Yaqub, that is the Arabic name for the place that has been, the name of which has been burnt in our memories because 20-something young men were killed in the ambush and three disappeared. Three Hezder Yeshiva boys who, there was no trace of them. They couldn't find their bodies. They weren't declared prisoner by anybody. Syria claims that they didn't have them. There was very slight evidence that maybe they were seen in Syria. Probably incorrect as we look back at it today. Zachary Baumel, Zachariah Shlomo ben Miriam, Tzvi Feldman, Tzvi Ben Penina Feldman, and uh, Yekutiel Yehuda Nachman Ben Sarah Katz. Yehuda Katz. The families of these three boys lived and the other two continue to live in a hell that is created by not knowing and not being able to bring something to closure, as they say today. Not knowing for sure that your loved one is dead because you've never seen a body. And the Bamel family, especially the Bamel family, were extremely active in every form possible to try and pressure anybody into getting information about Zachary or Zach as they called him. His father was relentless and he was all over the place. He came to America and he spoke for the president's conference and they would let him work out of their office at times and he went around the world and tried and besieged everybody. He was driven. Unfortunately, he passed away, heartbroken. Zach's mother, who was 90, Miriam, still alive and was at the funeral. Many thought that Israel just gave up hope especially the families. And these are things that, unfortunately, you need to to be quiet about on one hand. On the other hand, you want to give the families some understanding that they're not being neglected and they're not being ignored. And as crazy as it sounds, I don't know how many, how many other nations do this. Many, maybe they do, but to think of how much has gone into finding the body of one soldier from 37 years ago and bringing it to Kever Yisrael, bringing him to Kever Yisrael, is just beyond comprehension and shows you how the state of Israel values each and every person, each and every neshama, that is in its armed forces and does not give up hope.
the intelligence forces kept working and working. In the past, they were given incorrect information that said that they were buried in a certain cemetery in Damascus after a lot of lobbying and diplomatic work they were allowed to dig in that cemetery and the bodies were not found. Then what seemed to be better information came that they were buried in a cemetery in a refugee camp south of Damascus called Yarmouk. The only problem was that the area was occupied by ISIS and nothing was happening in this area when ISIS was there. Once ISIS was defeated and thrown out, Russia, who are now the de facto controllers, overlords, whatever you want to call it, of Syria, had the ability to uh, to do whatever they want. And by personal request of Prime Minister Netanyahu, based on the intelligence information that the Mossad, the Shin Bet, and the Israeli army intelligence gave him, he asked Putin to uh, allow the search to be done in that, in, in that cemetery. Now, a lot of the information I'm giving you, all of which is from the media, the general media, I don't have any sort of inside uh, uh, Mossad sources. So th- there are parts of it that you just... I don't understand exactly how it works, and I, I guess that's the way it should be. But the way it is told, to whatever extent we can understand this, the Russian army, soldiers of the Russian army, were digging up bodies in this cemetery in this Arab cemetery south of Damascus in Syria, and trying, by looking at certain indicators, trying to see if any of those bodies belong to the Israeli MIAs. Now, we, we saw that the body of Zachariah Bamel was brought back to Israel. What we didn't know was that this was like the second round. Previously, months ago, four coffins were brought. Taken, bodies taken out of Syria, brought to Russia, brought to Israel, DNA checked, and negative. Wrong bodies. I don't know what they do with the bodies. Do they return them afterwards to Syria? I have no idea. And they kept digging and looking. And finally, in one, sem- in one grave, they found the body. And, as I understand it, in the grave were other artifacts, like army boots that had the Tzahal insignia on it. And most chilling of all, a pair of tzitzit. How do people explain that a body that was buried for 37 years had something like that that wouldn't decompose and so forth? So the explanation seems to be that the body wasn't buried there all along. That the Palestinian Arab forces or whoever was holding the body knew that they had a great bargaining chip in their hands and they preserved the body in whichever way one does and preserved the boots and the overall that he wore from his uniform in the tank and preserved the tzitzit and then later buried it much later, not that long ago it would seem, in that cemetery. I don't know. There's more here. As I said, there's more more covert than overt. But one thing we know for sure, that more bodies were found than tested in more than one round, go-round. And ultimately, one of the bodies of the three men, (coughs) of the three Kedoshim, were found. 
What happens now to the bodies of Tzvi ben Penina Feldman and Yikutiel Yudha Nachman ben Sarah Katz? There are those who, well, you have to understand that Tzvi Feldman and Zachariah Bamel were in the same tank at Sultan Yaakov. Yehuda Katz, who, by the way, is a cousin of our dear friend and uh, fellow broadcaster and staff member here at uh, the Nachum Siegel Network, uh, cousin of Robert Katz. Yehuda Katz was not in that tank. He was in a different tank, which was further down south in that same valley, in that same uh, a battle. But it could be m- more more uh, understandable if one would f- <coughs> say that his body would not be together with the other two. They hope that they will find the other two. There's a fear that because it is now so public... where the bodies came from and what you know what was happening that efforts by the enemies of Israel will be made to sabotage any attempt to recover one or two other bodies we don't know hopefully all of us pray especially in shul on shabbat in public Say Mishabeirach for Israel's missing in action and prisoners of war. Although there are no more prisoners of war, they're all missing in action. And every shul over this past Shabbat crossed out, over the past weekend, I should say, not on Shabbat, crossed out the name of Zechariah Shlomo ben Miriam Baumol. And we hope we get to cross off the names of Tzvi ben Pnina Feldman and Nikutiel Yehuda Nachman ben Sarah Katz. But until we can, Let's always pray for them as well as for Ron ben Batya Arad and Guy ben Rina Hever. And um, I want to dedicate this segment that we just um, had and spoke about this amazing situ- story of never abandoning a soldier, never abandoning another Jew, want to dedicate it to Judy Shapiro, who has never forgotten those missing in action and prisoners of war, and who encouraged me to keep mentioning them. And as a result, every time I fill in for Nachum Siegel, and it's going on now for years and years and years, before the sign-off, I make an announcement asking people to remember them and giving their names. And so, Judy, you should be feeling a certain sense of closure and relief, at least partially. As we found Zach Baumel. And one last thing. In Israel, most cases when the body's intact... Burial is not done in a coffin. We go back into the earth, wrapped in a talit, and I just found it incredible that when they opened up the grave of Zach Baumel, just outside of Damascus in Syria, one of the things they found were his talit katan, his tzitzit, with which he was buried. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Zema Shayesh Zema Shayesh Eretz Kodesh Zavat Chalav Vehadvash 
במענות של קרב, שהשקט בה גועש, זה מה שיש. זה מה שיש. ארץ דבר, מהעורר, נחל ארנון. ארץ תקווה, ועד הציון, מר החרמון. זו התשובה, ארץ טובה, ארץ חיטת העיניים. הבטחתי לך. למשה, היא ניתנה כחוק, והוא לקח אותה בלי לבדוק. כן לוקח, לא חושש, זה מה שיש. זה מה שיש. זו הארץ, נולדתי בה, עם הטוב, עם הרע. שבא עם חלום ועם עיקש, זה מה שיש, זה מה שיש. ארץ טובה, מהר עורר, נחל ארמון. ארץ תקווה, ועד הציון, מר החרמון, זו התשובה. Eti Levy with the beautiful Eretz Tova. As we remember Zachary Bamel and his return to the Eretz Tova. The Eretz HaTova. Yes. On January 23rd, 1949, the first elections in modern Israeli history took place. I have a feeling it's the first election in Jewish history <laughs> because... 2,000 years before that, when we were, uh, before we were kicked out of our land by the Romans, I don't think there were elections. So let's rephrase that. On January 23rd, 1949, there were elections for a sovereign Jewish government in the land of Israel for the first time in history. There were 506,567 eligible voters. 506,000. Let's just just round it up. There were about 510,000 eligible voters. Half a million. Let's say that. Half a million eligible voters. How many Israelis will be eligible to vote tomorrow? 70 years later, that's all, 70 years, about two generations. 6,339,729 eligible voters. From half a million 
to over 6 million. That's just one little way of looking at the miracle that we are living through, the times that we have been privileged to somehow be born into. They carry not only privilege, they carry also responsibility. So the last election before this one was in January of 2013. Five million, well, rounded about five and a half million eligible voters. There has been an increase over the last, uh, what is it, uh, four years. Could it be January 2013? No, that would be six years. No, it had to have been an election in between somehow. Never mind. Somehow, I'm missing some information here. My crack team of researchers, which includes me and me, are missing something here. So, some, uh, so just let's hold, just scratch that out. Right now, the elections that are taking place tomorrow, there are six. 0.3 million eligible voters compared to 70 years ago when there were half a million. And the half a million, some of whom really didn't have a keen understanding of what this whole voting thing is about and how it worked. Many did, I'm not saying nobody did, but many didn't. And so uh, on the day before the election, Prime Minister Ben-Gurion gets up and makes this public proclamation on the radio. And he says that on May the 15th, 1948, 5 ER Tashach, he was very into using the Hebrew date, when the state of Israel was declared it had no formal authority, no democratic foundation. But tomorrow, continues Ben-Gurion, tomorrow on January 24th, 1949, this will be set straight by having open and free elections where every man and woman has the right and the privilege, the historic privilege, to vote. This will be the first election of a Jewish state in the history of the Jewish people. And ends off David Ben-Gurion by saying it is not just a privilege, but also an obligation. A holy obligation. A chova kedosha. This is what it sounded like just about 70 years ago. שנשא ביום 14 למאי, בלא סמכות פורמלית ובלא בסיס דמוקרטי, יקבל מחר תיקונו החוקי. בבחירות כעליות וחופשיות של כל העם בציון המשוחררת, נקים הבסיס המשפטי העממי למדינתנו המחודשת. וכל איש ואישה שהחוק העניק להם זכות הבחירה, בל יעדר מהקלפי. זוהי זכות גדולה, זכות היסטורית, שציפו לה דורות בכיסופים משיחיים. אלה הן הבחירות הראשונות לרספובליקה העברית בתולדות ישראל. אין זו זכות בלבד, אלא חובה, חובת כבוד לאומית, בה תתגלם אחריותנו ובגרותנו המדינית.
המעלות ביזהר שבי. Many people are aware of the fact that it was proposed as the national anthem of Israel. Not, not in that uh, melody, but the words would have made a lot of sense. Not that the current national anthem is so bad. It's not. A few years back, Sivan Rahav Meir, who was uh, less known and less popular, but she, as she as popular as she is now, revealed, discovered, whatever you want to call it, a diary of one of the Haredi leaders of the old Yishuv in Yerushalayim, Harav Moshe Kutiel Alpert. 20s, 1920s through 1950s. He was a Rebbe, a Ram, at the famous Eitz Chaim Yeshiva, Haredi Yeshiva in Yerushalayim. And he discovered the entry in his diary for January 25th, 1949, which, as you now know, was the first ever election of a sovereign Jewish state in the land of Israel. Chav Dalid Tevet Taf Shin Tet. And it's become a classic. I remember reading it back then, a few years ago. And it, it bears repeating. I'm going to read the Hebrew as it is. The, 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 a uh, translation is a general translation it's, I translated it to give you the gist of what he's saying. And if you see, a, just to give you an idea of who Moshe Kutiel Halpert was, he has a big black kippah, payas, a big white beard, wearing a black coat. We woke up extra early. Lavashnu big day Shabbat, we dressed in our finest Shabbat clothes. Lechvor hayom hagadol vehakadosh hazeh, in honor of this great and holy, holy day. Achrei alpaim shnot galut oyoter, efshar lahagid, misheshet yemei bereshit vead hayom hazeh, lo zachinu liyom kazeh. 
שנלך לבחירות למדינה יהודית. He explains that this day is so great, this first day of elections of, in the state of Israel, January 25th, 1949, because this is the first time ever, writes Rav Alpert, since the creation of the world, that the Jewish people are privileged to have the ability to vote in an independent Jewish state. As we walked to the voting booth, he writes, My joy knew no bounds. לקחתי פתק אחד, מספר ב', רשימת האיחוד הדתי, ושמתי אותה לתוך המעטפה. In that first election, all the religious parties ran together under one, under one uh, party, and uh, the siman on the little election ballot, this little piece of paper that has the letters on it that identify the party, Their letter was bet, so he says he took the pet tech with the bet. By the way, 70 years later, they vote in exactly the same technological, technologically innovative way by putting a little piece of paper into envelopes. The awe and excitement of the holy moment was so great that he found his hands trembling. Yadro Edet. And then he says, he describes the moment when he's about to put the envelope into the ballot box, as the holiest moment of my life, the holiest moment of my life that my parents and grandparents were never privileged to see. Yet I, in my lifetime, have been Zoha, have been privileged to experience this holy, kadosh, and pure Tahor moment. Ashrei li, v'ashrei chalki. Birachti birchat shehechiyanu, v'samti et ha-ma'atafa l'toch tevat ha-kalpi. I made the bracha shehechiyanu v'kimanu v'genu l'zman hazeh, And I put the envelope in the ballot box. What, what can you say about something so moving, so beautiful? We will uh, post it, God willing, on our Facebook page. And it's important for us always to look at the perspective, the historical perspective, and understand what it is that we are living through and what a privilege we have. It's only natural that a person doesn't appreciate that which is just given to us at birth. We're born and there's a state of Israel there. And for many of us who are born and there's a united Yerushalayim there. But for people who knew what it was like before, They understand it, and hopefully we can be inspired by their words and try our best to understand what it was like and what it is like and understand the difference. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Shabbat <laughs> Shalom. 
My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Well, before we close out, we always say thank you, so we're going to do that now, and then we'll close out a little differently. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all your Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the Nachum Siegel Network staff, and my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, immediately after us, Yoni Pollock with After Further Review, covering the latest in the world of sports, and then Novik now with Jake Novik and his take on the stories of the day. And then, music of the great Monday Music Marathon. Parashat HaChodesh. We read this past Shabbat. HaChodesh HaZelachem Rosh Chodashim Nisan known in the Bible as Chodesh HaAviv is to be the first of the new moon cycles. How timely that this past Friday Erev Rosh Chodesh Nisan the Israeli spaceship Bereshit sends us an amazing photo of the dark side of the moon. That part of the moon that cannot ever be seen from Earth. Yirmiyahu tells us There'll come a time that the miracles and the miracle of liberating the Jews from Egypt, taking them out and making them a nation, will be remembered as an also ran. They won't say, great is the God who took us out of Egypt. Rather, Kiim, Chai Hashem, Asher Ha'ela, Vasher Heviet Zerabet Israel, Me Eretz Tsafona, Umikol Haratzot, Asher Hidachtim Sham. They will say, God is great, who has gathered all 
his children, Zerah Bet Yisrael, from all the lands of the north and from all the lands where I had thrown them out onto and dispersed them out to. And then they will come and live in their land. The process of the Geula, this is what Yirmiyahu is saying, that we are in the midst of, is greater than the redemption from Egypt. Al-Derech Hadrash, symbolically we can say that preparing to leave Egypt, we saw the new moon of Nisan from earth like everybody else. But this time, God's redemption rises to a higher level because today the state of Israel shows us not the moon seen by the slaves leaving Egypt, but rather the moon as they could not have even imagined seeing it. The side of the moon that can only be seen from space. God promises us, I'm making a covenant with you. I will do great miracles right before your eyes. That have never been seen before. We're seeing it. Yeshayahu says, Look up into the sky. Look at the grandeur. Look at the vastness. And ask, Who created all that? The great creator who can count each and every one of the stars and give each and every one its own name. The elections in Israel tomorrow are, are the end of the Chagigah, of the, if you will, of, of the party. And then, Matchilim Mibireshit. And then we start with a clean slate, but also we look up to Bireshit, which is set, Mirza Hashem, to land on the moon on Thursday. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Until next time we meet... Reminding you that nice guys do not finish last, they're just running in a different race. Ashmoret tichona nosheket lashlishit Lakum machar boboker ulhatchil mibereshit Lakum machar boboker imshir chadash bamer Lashir oto bechoach, lashir oto bichem Lishmoach halilim baruach
הצלחה, החגיגה נגמרת, ובחצות הביתה את הדרך, קשה לך למצוא מתוך החשך אנחנו מבקשים לקום מחר בבוקר ולהתחיל מבראשית לקום מחר בבוקר עם שיר חדש בלב לשיר אותו בכוח לשיר אותו בכתב לשמוע חלילים ברוח החופשי ולהתחיל מבראשית לקום מחר בבוקר עם שיר חדש בלב לשיר אותו בכוח לשיר אותו בכתב לשמוע חלילים ברוח החופשי ולהתחיל מבראשית